Welcome to the Visualize You show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and each week on the show, we'll talk about how you can live, love, and visualize the life and business of your dreams. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so that you can learn the practical skills that will help you to do the same. Let me help you to recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident being who you are always supposed to be. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome back to episode 79 of the Visualize You Show. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt, and in this episode, this is the continuation interview with the wonderful Alistair Ballantyne, where we continue Alistair's story starting from that point where he had his amazing spiritual awakening and activation. Now, before I head over into the interview, let me just remind you that the Visualize and Thrive Business Club waitlist is open. For founding members, if you're wanting to join the Visualize and Thrive Business Club, check out all the details at visualizeandthrive.com. It's the ultimate place to be for spiritual entrepreneurs with access to training, guest experts, meditations, visualizations, oracle card readings, accountability, and masterminding. And most of all, the Visualize and Thrive framework, which is going to help you visualize and stay on track with your goals and aspirations. Okay. So if you haven't yet listened to part one of this interview, check out that first, that's episode 78. But let me just quickly introduce Alistair. So Alistair is a transformation and alignment coach. He specializes in practical spirituality. He's from a long line of ancestral spiritual practitioners, and he is on a mission to provide pathways to self-realization for the modern audience. He's worked as a professional musician and educator for many many years working with healing intentions before starting higher transmissions to work more openly with spirituality. So in this episode, we start where we left off, where we continue with Alistair's spiritual awakening experience. We talk about how do we place the meaning in our lives and the importance of working as yourself out there in the open to really fulfill that life's purpose and to achieve all that is available to you. We talk about how our past lives actually pulls through eventually into this lifetime. You know, you can't put off those whispers for much longer. Eventually the true you will start to emerge. And we talk about the importance of building a vision, not just for now, but for the future. Alistair talks about his superpowers of being able to see parallel realities as well as present realities and how this allows him to make really clear, important decisions. So you're going to love today's episode. Remember to check out part one if you haven't yet listened to that. Let me know what you think of the show and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. I had an experience where I was watching a film with my partner. It was one of the Marvel movies or something. We're just laughing and joking. At the end of the movie, she stands up like a robot. Says, I must go to bed now. I will go to sleep. I'm going upstairs. Your partner like, did? Yeah. I was just like, what? what? This is weird. Because we were just talking like this and then literally, bam next second so I just start pottering around tidying up the front room and I see something I see this like in the corner of my eye you see a shadow but it was moving right in front of me just about I'm five foot eight so it just came up to about chin yeah height on me and 
I, I saw it going past the, the doorway in, in the hall and I looked and I could see it walking down towards the kitchen and I thought, okay, I'm just going to go upstairs. You can hang out in there. And I went upstairs because by this point, a lot of stuff had been happening. I was remembering a lot of past lives. Yeah. I was remembering a lot. I go upstairs and then I'm just farting about my phone. I fall asleep. I wake up and then there is this vibration like a drilling through the crown chakra coming right the way down to the heart as if it's going coming down Mm -hmm. going up going down going up like a wave yeah and then my immediate reaction is to go what the before I could get (laughs) half of the first word out of my mouth it felt like this finger just pressed down on my heart and then I was filled with this warm blissful feeling of love Mm-hmm. and just complete peace absolutely like if you'd take an ecstasy or something wow. it's like that feeling of complete like bam and I'm just lying yeah. there with this drilling it wasn't painful was your partner asleep yeah yeah she she was asleep and then I fell asleep again I woke up about half an hour later it was still going on mm. and then she woke up and she was like what's what's going on what's happening because she's a Reiki master psychic all this kind of stuff herbalist very much mother Gaia and I said to her it's like I've got this vibe this like drilling going on through the crown like I don't know what's going on here but this was June 2020 yeah so roughly at the 12 month interval things got amped up significantly same thing happened again this year I ran that challenge July for the first time I'd done something really public with the business so July 2021, on the inspiration in June 2021. So it was just like a real stepping up of the energetic connection and the awareness and the channel opening and kind of the more just a sense of understanding, you know. So it was... What an amazing, like, activation. That just sounds like... I feel like there's going to be more of those as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Lots more of those. They, they're not always as profound because I remember like in my younger years always looking for a sign like oh give me a sign yeah. when you feel like incredibly alone you know and, mm-hmm. and it's like I just need anything and it doesn't come because you don't realize that everything is a sign all around yeah. you so there was that side of things but interestingly I've been co-running a tarot room on Clubhouse over the summer we were 22 weeks, we were going through the major arcana, but taking an archetypal perspective. So looking at the archetypal energies of each card and then activating them in a meditation. And one of my co-hosts was telling me that this year carries the archetypal energy of the world. So for those listeners that maybe don't work with the tarot, the world's, the, as you know, Beth, is the final card in the major arcana, that cycle of completion. So I tracked that back. Oh my God, that goes to when I was 14. So then it was like, okay, then I suddenly see those 22 years as an initiation and an apprenticeship, because one of the things in the work that we're, of course, encouraged to do is to measure our lives by longer periods of time. Mm -hmm. So not just, oh, what am I going to do this month? What's my plan for the next 12 years? How does that work? And then, of course, 22, the 11 and the 11, looking at that, the the fool's journey over that time, it just totally blew my mind. 
because then when I got to my birthday last week, it felt like I'd come home to myself. Yes. Oh, and that how liberating is that that feeling? Yeah, I just want to go around hug, hugging everyone though. Yeah, you know? I really like that and I really resonate with it because I'm, I'm feeling like I absolutely love the person that I'm becoming and want to scream and shout about it. And now you don't, sometimes you don't want to scream and shout that like on social media because people might take that the wrong way or they're like whatever they mm. want to do, which is their problem. But just that feeling that when you finally do, and that's the reason why I do this show is because people are stuck in unfulfilled lives, not doing what they want to do. And yeah. there's a, you know, we need to, we need to get back to that place. And this is it. I think it's like looking at where do we place the meaning in our lives? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people will be like, I've got this good job so I can live in this good house and I can drive this good car and I can take my family on good holidays. But what about the thing that you're spending the majority of your life doing mm-hmm. rather than looking at the punctuations? And also like in, in Britain, England particularly, Scotland will just, they'll rip you to shreds for anything but they'll be interested in what you're doing because it's like a an affectionate thing but in <laughs> England we're a very cynical country yeah change mm-hmm. new ideas are not easily adopted which is why I think it's good that we live here at the present doing the work that we do because I think a lot of people are going to be looking around and be like hang on this is nonsense I love change because it pushes you out of your comfort zone and the more that you do it the more you can see what you're able to accomplish so yeah we need to embrace change and change doesn't I think a lot of people think change is like painful like the growth is painful but it it, it, it might be a little bit uncomfortable but that's where the magic happens do you think we could start a campaign to relabel change as growth <laughs> why not <laughs> we'll add it to the to-do list <laughs> yeah so one of my questions is always about can you identify that pivotal moment and I think there's been lots of pivotal moments for you do you feel yeah. like what has just happened March 2020 do you think that was one of the times absolutely and and when I look back on it I know that there was a couple of other opportunities that I could have gone into the work yeah. more openly mm-hmm. because everything I was always using all of this stuff either channeling it into the music channeling it into the performance channeling it into the lessons I was delivering but now it was like okay why don't you just take the disguises off it and work with this in the open Mm -hmm. and allow others to become empowered and realized and build their connections so yeah absolutely March 2020 and then that activation July 2021 that was like full-on yeah we're talking about the the whole kind of multi-dimensional galactic (laughs) cosmos stuff happening Uh, all over the place but I want to just touch on that fact that some people's change is not going to be that explosion it could be small and incremental shifts and we could be shifting all the time things could be happening all the time yeah some people will have those amazing experiences but all of those little shifts all of those little nuances and signs and things along the way they're all getting you to where you're supposed to be yeah this is it's it's I was I'm reminded of like the one of the old school NASA Apollo missions going to the moon. They have to apply that much force to the rocket to get out of the atmosphere. The rocket then happens in stages. The first stage is pretty much just a fuel tank and a booster. 
and then that falls away the minute you're out of the planet. And then when you're going to the moon, it's just those short, sustained bursts, just keep the momentum going. And, and I think with what you've said it is so powerful because we can have those moments of exposure with the divine at any point in any day. And it can be, sometimes it's like a, a whisper or a dusting. Sometimes it's like someone reverses a truck up to your front door and <laughs> offloads and you have to unpack it all. Sometimes it can be like being put in a fire so blazing mm -hmm. that in all of that pain, you don't realize that you're being purified. Yeah. All the imperfections are being burnt away from you like you were a piece of gold. I would say as well that I think sometimes you have to be aware of what is going on. There could be signs all of the time, but if your head's not here and you're looking down at the floor or whatever, then you're missing all of these things as, as well. And I've talked about the whispers so many times on this podcast. Like, I think for me, the reason why I moved from career to career to career was because I wasn't listening to the whispers fully. I was moving mm. to where I thought I was going to find that fulfillment, which was not on my true path until one day, like a brick upside my head was like physically can't do this anymore and that's when the whispers are like shouting yeah this is attention. it because you, you will have done this you would have been a, a healer teacher throughout your lifetimes and, and I think there comes a point where we're reminded by our higher selves hey come on it's time to carry on this time around now it's kind of giving you enough warning a bit. yeah <laughs> Because it's it, like you say, if we don't listen to the whispers, we're forced to hear the screams. And that's not a good place sometimes, you know, that when you, <laughs> like you, have been chest pains and it's just not, you don't want to get to that space. I vow never, ever to go to that place again. But that is sometimes yeah. what happens if we don't. So if you're having those whispers, if there is another path for you, then look into that and look at how you can yes. do the this, thing that this, you want to do in the world. This was it. And, and it was all because my egoic identity was wrapped up. Mm -hmm. in being a guitar player, mm -hmm. being a music professor, being all this kind of stuff. And then I realized that was not, that's only one side of the story. Yeah. Hey listener, how would you like to spend a whole 30 days with me learning how to bring more positivity into your life? In the 30-day gratitude journey experience, you remember who you are, you recognize your superpowers, identify your zone of genius and create a vision for your life and business that you'll be so excited to make a reality. To find out more, head to bethhewitt.com forward slash gratitude. So I always ask my guests to identify that one lesson. I'm not sure which life lesson you're going to be able to pull out of <laughs> this journey, but is there maybe something that you'd want to share with the listeners, maybe at the lowest or the highest points from your career or business? What would you say that would be that you'd, you'd want to share? I think that's a very good question. I think it's important to, I'm going to speak on both, if that's okay, actually. Yeah, yeah. When we're at the lowest point, I'm reminded of being a pearl diver, in that if we're going down that low, there's something that is so valued that it is like that pearl hidden in the darkness. As much as when we're up on the top of the mountain or we break through the cloud cover and we see that blue sky and the sun with nothing else, understand that that too is fleeting as well. So if we enjoy, because we're going to have a mixture of these things all of the time. So if we enjoy that the processes of life, 
we enjoy the flow of life that the, the everything is just here for a moment and if we're present in the moment is eternal mm. because everything else is memory and i think it's when we get really hung up in the memories whether that's something that's caused us pain or something that was so beautiful that we want to go back there we'll never step in the same river twice even if we step into the same place because the water is always moving so if we understand that, that yeah everything is moving and there's wisdom in every experience and once you've got that pearl from the depths swim back up to the top once you've seen that beautiful unbroken sky through the clouds just drink it in and know that you can take some of that magic with you when you come back down into the earth around everyone else Ooh, got chills then <laughs> that means that's good stuff <laughs> i love that i absolutely love that so I think we've answered this a little bit, but what, whatever you want to call it, what's that thing that's always been calling you? Why do you do the work that you do? I see that another world is possible mm. and not just speculatively, it's here already. I believe that a whole bunch of us are here from with an awareness of the future and in the spiritual community, there is a lot of folks doing the good work as much as there's a lot of people struggling in pain because the world is changing. And we can ask ourselves, would we rather be right or would we rather be free? And if we understand that freedom is about seeing the spectrum of the world, because if we're all aspects of source energy expressing itself in infinite numbers of ways we see that this is just part of a grand dance that's going on so for me it's about building it's about empowering others because the vision that i have of the future is that we build the future world now we don't see it as a linear progression we see it as a dimensional shift so when the paradigm that's eating itself at the moment finally does and the dust settles we see that this is already here mm -hmm. we see that in the way that we engage with each other the way that content is produced the way that education is accessed the way that resources are shared the way that knowledge is delivered all of these things are here in the now it's just a question of people putting them together and for me it's really important that people access their capabilities beyond the five senses beyond the three dimensions understanding that we're part of something much much bigger but without any of the barriers to entry no hierarchy no guru no conditions just be yourself and be more of yourself because then when you're vibrating in that place of truth and power you've got balance and then when we're balanced individually collective harmony is a byproduct it becomes much easier so that's why I do what I do yeah I love all of that as somebody who used visualization since I was little I get asked that question all the time like how can I become that thing and it, it's about being that right now taking action right now in this instant it's already there I see it as we're in one garden and then there's a fence and then everything that you need is just beyond the fence or beyond the wall mm. whatever you, you want to look at and it's just changing that perspective and knowing that 
it's already in existence. So I love all of that, like you just said. So I like to ask our guests about superpowers because, and I know that you're all about helping people find their zone of genius and their skills and all of that stuff as well. So I think as human beings, we don't pat ourselves on the back enough. We don't celebrate our superpowers. So what are your superpowers? I am able to see parallel realities as well as the present one. When it comes to making decisions, I can see how the decisions play out, but also not just visualizing them, but fully embodying them. And I do that a lot with client work as well. So doing that, the ability to unlock people's Akashic records is another superpower that I have, <laughs> which is not one that I asked for. And that got very weird very quickly. But you have to remember, it's all pre-life decisions. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> you I have to let friend. little old me get out of the way and just get on with it. So yeah, for me, it's all of my stuff is to do with timeline readjustment, mm. recalibration of energy, healing of stories, healing stories from pain into medicine that can be shared with others. So it's, it's all, it's if life was a crinkled sheet, I'm just a really big flipping iron. <laughs> you know? I don't like ironing, but I, I do love the work that you do. <laughs> you do. I don't think I've ironed since 1997, but I do love the work that you're doing in the world and it's very much needed. So those superpowers are helping so many people. Um, so as entrepreneurs, then, we all have different platforms that we use to help get our messages out there into the world. So a lot of people who listen to this podcast are thinking about breaking out of corporate nine to five or whatever they're doing right now to start their own business. So what is working for you right now? How are you connecting with your ideal clients and what's bringing you the best results right well, now? Well, considering you're asking me this question on the 7th of October, 2021, two, three days after all of the Facebook family platforms <laughs> went down for the evening, this is a very good question indeed, because obviously my everything is about driving people to my website, hiretransmissions.com. <laughs> um, but from beforehand, I was using Facebook, I was using Instagram, I was using Clubhouse. Yes. I haven't used Clubhouse as much because I know the energy's changed a little bit, but, uh, but that's up to me to go hold more light on there. But I liked Instagram because it was quicker sort of shots of information. I like Facebook because I kind of go into a bit more depth. But I'm now looking at doing things differently so for me i'm looking at doing working on the twitch platform for streaming mm -hmm. i'm probably looking at going back to twitter for sharing thoughts and stuff because i think that it's the personality of the networks isn't it it's certainly the place that everybody goes when facebook instagram and whatsapp go down so <laughs> yeah this is it and and for actual direct messaging i use the signal platform because it's actually secure which whatsapp used to be before it was bought by facebook and then one of the original founders of whatsapp set up signal so i thought okay he's doing that i think that privacy in the digital age is very important we see yeah. it in the media as being like oh you've got something to hide no we, we should be allowed to have personal private conversations i think it's important and there's always going to be idiots in the world and it's not our job to 
it's our job to look after ourselves when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting because, like I say, Facebook and Instagram were the main ones for me. I have a feeling that's going to shift. I have a feeling that was a bit of a wake-up call for a lot of people that are running their businesses on these platforms. Mm -hmm. Because if it can be taken down by one bit of code, so fundamentally, from what I understand, maybe was not intentional, what happens if something intentional happens? And we, our whole network is on Facebook or our whole network is on Instagram. We need to make sure that we're in a few places that yeah. are not part of the same ecosystem. Yeah, not putting all our eggs in the same basket. I think that's really good advice. So I think it's a bit of a watch and see, really, in terms of where social media yeah. digital is changing all the time. But I think it's definite food for thought and there are other platforms. And yeah. think about that. If you're just starting your business right now, think about where you put your energies, where you want to set up camp. Yeah, um- where do the people that inspire you, where do mm-hmm. they hang out? Mm-hmm. How do they show up in the world? And then just copy them, not copy their content, but like their, <laughs> Don't do their that. platforms, their <laughs> strategies, because if they inspire you and it works for them, then it's going to be more resonant with you. Yeah. We, we're on in a business community and we were on the Discord server and we were able to continue those conversations so that's another platform isn't it that's that's it yeah I I do have a discord membership community we've got a small number in there but that was great (laughs) it was like hey what's going on (laughs) what are you up to so what do you visualize for Alistair and higher transmissions in the future for me higher transmissions and its membership community alchemists anonymous which I love the name of, by the way. I have copyright approval on them both, so I can say <laughs> this. To me, Higher Transmissions is like an online version of the X-Men school, but without the crime-fighting style stuff. And to me, it's about going around planet Earth, talking with as many people as possible. My life is a life of service. And with Alchemists Anonymous, that is a community for people who want to become more resonant in their communities. They want to be that catalyst and they want to have a place where they can talk about their personal spiritual metaphysical development away from that kind of woo-woo crowd. Mm. We talk about all that stuff in there. It's not going to be like, no, we cannot talk about it. But it's providing a template and a blueprint, particularly for millennial generation Z, these kind of things. Some of Gen X as well, but Gen X can be a bit hit and miss and boomers just don't want to know, but that's fine. That's okay. We have to see all of this as like waves breaking on the shoreline and it's all part of the same sea. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's what I want to do over the next couple of years is build this up to a point where I have resources to run retreats, to organize events around the world, to support people in their own practice from an educational standpoint. But I also want to be able to provide grants. I'd like to set up a foundation for people that want to do things that bring anchor more light into their communities, anchor more of a higher frequency resonance into their work and what they do. It'd be very rigorous. I want to make sure that people are actually going to do it because yeah. I, it, for me, it's 
the future is being built by individuals as much as I hate that. I would rather play the game and play it damn well and be responsible. I want to, everything's in the digital space right now, but my goal is to have places in the analog world, the real world where people can come, they can study, they can work on their own stuff. They can just be in that space. I want to set up spaces that are on, we describe them as sacred sites. So where those telluric energy currents meet, like they would meet, build sacred sites in the ancient history as these places of coagulation occurrence and all this kind of stuff. So it's really about bringing back that truth that we are all divine expression. And I know I have my way of, of talking. I kind of poke fun at things and I can be a bit of a knob sometimes. No, but I love, I love the way that you engage with your communities and it's fun and it's real and it's, you know, it's what people need. Well, not that what they need to hear, but like the people that want to hear it need to hear it. Um, it, It's needed. It's refreshing. It's different. You're the wizard. I I, I know. (laughs) This is the thing. I mean, everyone started calling me the wizard and I was like, what the hell? Now it's stuck. So I'm just going to go with it. So it's, it's all about setting up that for other people to be wizards as well. Yeah. I absolutely love that you're doing that in the real world because I also have those aspirations. I can't believe how many similarities that there are. Um, I also want to do retreats and just build space for people in different environments for people to be who they are in that comfortable environment. So that is music to my ears as well. So where can our listeners find out more about the work that you do in okay, the world? So the, the main hub is the website. So hiretransmissions.com. You can connect with me on Instagram, which is the tag is higher transmissions. Mm-hmm. So that uh, you can find me on Facebook. If you're interested in the community as well, you can find that through the higher transmissions website. And you can find me on Clubhouse. The tag is Ballantine, so just my surname, at Ballantine. Twitter is Al Ballantine as well. I'm not really on there that much, but I'm probably going to be on there more. And then, yeah, if you, get into the, if you get into the higher transmissions ecosystem through the website, join the mailing list, then you will be able to find me nice and easy. And I'll put all of the links in the show notes so people can easily find those. But I've been part of your community and the challenges that you run. I'm sure you'll be doing other challenges in the future. I know you've got one coming up, but whenever you're listening to this, it could be some point in the future. I'm sure there will be other challenges. They are really great fun and enlightening and you need to get in that space. So highly recommend. So thank you so much for being on the show today. I We've gone a bit longer than normal, but I really wanted to know your journey because I was really interested in it. And I think you're such a fascinating personality. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the Visualize You show. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts? And if you would like to be with a chance to win 12 months access to the Visualize and Thrive Business Club Lounge, then simply tag me, and the show anywhere you like on your social media. Simply use the hashtag VisualizeYouShow. And if you catch my eye, then you could be sitting in the lounge next month. So until next time, remember to visualize you.